Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Apostle Grace Christine Norris here. And the Lord just spoke to me saying, I sent the word to you. I sent the word to you. I sent the word to heal you. I sent the word to deliver you from your destruction and your distress from corruption and interruption. I sent the word to help you stay focused. I sent the word, be still in me and know that it's me speaking to you. For I sent my word to you. God's word is living and powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible tells us that it pierces to the division of soul and spirit and joint and marrow. And it is a discerner of hearts. Everything is laid out before the word. Everything. And the word, God uses his word to examine us. He uses his word to show us the condition of our hearts, the condition of our souls, the condition of our minds, the condition of our spirits, the way we're living. Are we living right? And see, the word is not just the Holy Bible. God's word is every word that proceeds from his mouth. Before God ever speaks to us, it's also written in heaven for us. God sends his word. And too many times when he sends it, we either don't receive it or we can't hear him. We're caught up in too many other things. We're hearing too many other voices. But God said, I sent my word to you. Sometimes it's just one word. Yes. No. Go. Stay. Sometimes it's just one word that God gives you and it's enough. God's word is enough. His words instruct us. His words teach us. His words grace us. His words strengthen us. God said, divide and conquer. Separate yourself from the things that are not of my word. Separate yourself from the things that are not of me in your life. Many times we know we need to make changes. And God sends his word to convict us. Let that go. He'll tell us what to do, what not to do. It comes up in our spirits. We just know. We have a knowing in our spirit. And this is something people don't always recognize in their lives. Did you know that you already know what to do? As a matter of fact, the Lord told me for the month of November that this was K-N-O-W November, November, that you will know what to do in November. And not just November, but November and beyond. So you will know what to do. Jesus said in John chapter 8, if you continue in my word, you're my disciples indeed, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. You know what to do. Many times we already know, but we want the answer to be different than what we've heard. God expects us to do what we know is right. The Bible tells us in Isaiah that line must be upon line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. God doesn't overwhelm us with many words and many things. He's patient with us. 
He knows we're human. He knows we have a flesh. He knows we have struggles. He knows we have trials. And God said, I want to work with you. I don't work against you. I'll work with you. But you have to submit your will to mine. Or you will be blind. And what are we blind by? We're blinded by circumstances. All we see are the issues, the problems, our circumstances, things beyond our control. We have to learn how to trust in Jesus. Learn how to trust in God. That takes practice. It takes being renewed in our minds, and that takes time. Every single act of obedience leads you closer to God. God has already made a way for you and I, but we have to take the way. And doing the little things we know to do, read that scripture a day. Pray when you first wake up in the morning. Pray before you go to bed. Ask God to help you. Ask him to lead and guide you. Ask him to forgive you of your sin. Ask him to help you recognize the things you need to do and what you don't need to do. God will show you, but you have to want it. See, so many pray half-hearted prayers. They say one thing, but then they do another. They don't, their actions don't line up with what they've been praying for. Well, see, God wants to teach you. He wants to inhabit every part of you. God said, I sent my word to you. You know what to do. Whatever it is you've been struggling with, God said, you don't have to struggle any longer. I want to make you stronger, but you have to submit to me. See, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's right, the devil has to flee from you. The devil comes with temptations. The devil comes with thoughts and reasonings that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. And sometimes, because we already want to do what's against the knowledge of God anyway, it's easy for us to do the thing that the enemy wants. If you already want to do the opposite of what God is leading you to do, and the enemy comes in with an appeal that looks so good and sounds so much better than what God has to offer, it's easy for so many to go with the enemy and not believe God. But God said, I forgive you when you repent. I want you to come to me so I can grace you with my strength, grace you with my presence. I live in you. I want you to live in me. I want you to walk with me, talk with me, live with me, be with me. God said, I sent my word to you. I sent my word to you. So, Father, I just want to stop and thank you for sending your word to heal us and deliver us and set us free. Sending your word to teach us and reach us and guide us and provide for us. Lord, I thank you that you work through us. Lord, help us see you. Help us see you in every situation we're dealing with. Help us not be overwhelmed by trials and issues and problems. Help us not overthink. Thank you, Lord, that we walk as the overcomers you created us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that this word encourages you today. You have everything you need. It starts with the seed, and that seed is faith. And that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So today, the word was spoken into your ears, into your heart, so that you can walk with God and be all he created you to be, says the Lord. Amen.